What hearts are for? I went to visit that old wound in my heart today, like a tongue reaching for a familiar cavity, only to find that it had healed over. At first that took me by surprise. I had grown accustomed to that wound, and besides, some good poetry had bled from it over the years. And it gave me instant membership in the Those Who Have Been Wounded Club, which I found far more interesting than the Those Who Have Never Been Wounded and Think They Are Invincible Club, <laughs> and less bizarre than the Wounded But In Denial Club. But then I was a little afraid. Who will I be without my wound? And suddenly I understood why some people seek the knife like an old friend. And then laughter came to be with me, deep and full, without that fragile edge, like the shushing of children in a house where someone is very ill. And in that laughter, I fell in love again with the lumpy mass of fresh pink scar tissue my heart has become. Of course, that is what it is for, breaking and healing. bending and kneeling, the rhythmic sound of a temple being slowly built for the unknown but expected guest. So I want to give you something more today than some wisdom or some words. I, I want to give you my heart. And it feels like it's a day for emergence. It's a day for coming off the cross. And um, so I, I want to do some emergence myself. And uh, so part of that is emergence is um, is sharing the a piece of loneliness that's at the core of my heart that I've begun to believe at the core of all hearts. And in particular, just in this process, it's time for me to get off the center. Um, there's a deep loneliness in me about holding the center and, and a deep sense of, of um, tension about when can I let go and when I can I not, what's mine to hold what's so precious to me that if I let it go, it could fall. And when is the time when to open? And, and that's just now on this training, and then there's the process of the, the temple, and then there's my whole fucking life. That place inside me all my life where I've felt there's, I don't know how or why, the mystery, but something deep in my heart has always been given to something else that wasn't here yet. I hadn't arrived. So my heart was like devoted to that. I've been devoted in the core of my heart to that. And it's meant that actually that part has never been available to anyone or anything because well, somehow my job to hold that peace. It's like an entrusted something given into my heart like a sacred pearl or something that I don't even know what the fuck it is, but it's, it's the most precious thing that that exists, I would give my life for. 
So, yeah, I've played all of the outer world games, but I've kept that safe. And then decades now, like, that's called me, like, okay, but, but I want to be in the world. I want to belong. I want to, I want to open my temple and share it. But I, I don't trust, and I have a zillion reasons not to trust. And every time I try to open it, I find some other reason why it's not fucking safe. It isn't safe for the core purity that lives in my heart to be in this world. And then that dance of like open it a little bit and then close it and open it and close it and like, fuck. You know, in the journey, like, okay, well then, and make a place where it's safe. Make a place where it's safe. Make a place where it's safe. You know, after the tsunami in, in, um, in Thailand, there was a guy I met in the, in the airport, and his job was to go and, and work with children in disaster areas. And he, um, he was telling me about what they did, because they, they would arrive, and there'd just be kids who'd lost their parents, their whole families, their houses, everything destroyed. They're just on the beach, under trees, and hanging out, and... And they, wouldn't even, they couldn't even earn their trust to just come and hang with them. So he said what they did, they didn't have anything. They got a stick. He got a stick. And there was just the mud from everything that had been destroyed. And he took the stick and he drew a fucking circle with a stick and said, inside the circle, it's safe for kids. Inside the circle, it's safe. And the kids would gradually come and sit in the circle and tell their stories. <laughs> And break their hearts and start to feel safe again. And then eventually they built schools on those circles. They built they started to build again on those places. And I feel like that's where we are in the world. We're in the world where the tsunami is sweeping everything and we just need the stick of our soul to say, here, here it's fucking safe. Here it's safe for the, the divine child in us. Here it's safe for the part of us that has been waiting until survival is fucking over, until this planet gets rid of its need to survive and hurt that part. And now it's time for that part to emerge and, and claim with its power that this is, this is the earth was always for this part. What I've kept safe, actually, I've thought the earth was not was not um, safe for. But what I've discovered is actually, it's not safe when I don't bring that part. That's when it's not safe. It's not safe when I keep that part inside me and judge everyone else and the whole field and the whole earth that it's like, it's not ready, it's not ready for this. This is too precious. How can I give this to the obvious cruelty and stupidity and meanness in the fucking world? How can I give my most precious gift to that? Like, I don't want to. And I've tried to bring other people into it. Well, come into my gift. Or let me help your pearl emerge. So if your pearl emerges, maybe my pearl and your pearl can, like, you know, feel safe together. But I want to I wanna bring the pearl out now. I want to open the door in the core of my temple and let it just pour into the world. And I want to let go of the part of me that feels like, yeah, 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 but, 
I've got to hold. I've got to hold because, yes, it's all relatively safe, but it's my job to hold it to be even more safe. And that also makes me feel special. Like I have a divine mission. I have a connection to God that no one else has. And if I can hold that, then, then the world will be safer or better for other people and others. But actually, I know that not to be true. I know that that's inside every one of you. And I know you're here for that same thing. And I don't want to be alone. I want the core of my temple to meet the core of your temple. And I want the, the part of me that's most deeply afraid that if I let it go, that it will just disintegrate into business as usual and there won't be a safe place for the core of me. I want to trust you with that. I want to trust your will and your heart that's here for the same thing. I want to trust that the temples that we're building in the world for the soul of humanity is, are solid. They're here. And all of my life I've had proof that they're not here. And now I can't use that proof anymore because they fucking are. You're here. You're in this room. There are beings that I love and trust with everything in me. So I can't, I can't use that excuse that I, I can't quite, it's not quite ready yet. Next week, next month, next temple. And I can always find something in every temple that's not, not it yet. It's like, yeah, it was great. Love came rocketing through, things moved, like angels arrived, you know, the, the earth came up, but fuck, there was still some unconscious stuff there, and animals happened here, and this happened there, and it's like, it's not yet, it's not here yet. But I want to change that. I want to change that at the core of me. It's here. It's always been here. I'm the one who comes and goes because I don't feel safe. I'm the one who goes crying back to the subtle world, the spirit, like, Daddy, it's too fucking hard. <laughs> They're mean down there. They're really fucking mean, you know. Or go to nature. It's like, no, hold me, like, fuck, you know. And most of my life I've broken in... In, in solitude. I've broken on a beach somewhere or in a forest or somewhere where my soul just goes like, okay, hold me. I know there's safety in the world. I know there's love. Or in a church or a synagogue or a quiet meditation room or I remember sitting in the meditation room of the United Nations when there was no one there and just sobbing with my heart out, like, fuck. Where is it? And I know that story is in every heart. Maybe it's layered over lots of stuff and maybe you have to work for a little bit to rub away the silt and the mud and restore the the faith and the trust in the core of the human being, but it's there. And I feel like now millions of people all over the world are waiting. We're waiting. 
we're waiting for a sign. We're waiting for the Christ to return. We're waiting for Armageddon. We're waiting for the coronavirus to like do it or a financial collapse or elect some politician or whatever that will change everything. And yet I know the truth. I know the only thing missing is me. The only thing missing is what's at the core of my temple, having the courage to just come out. And if I come out, then I'm, you're going to come out. I know you are. I know you are. You're not going to leave me on the dance floor by myself. And <laughs> come to dance alone. And come to be alone. I came to be with my people. I came to be with the other beings who came out of that same place. Maybe we did it all in previous lives. We did our monasteries and we did our you know, Lama practices, we sat and drank our nettle soup and, you know, connected with the divine that way. But now it's time to fall through each other, to move our hearts through each other in community. And to me, the deepest tragedy is, is that people can sit in a group, in the divine life, and then there's like three layers back, and everyone's just chatting about the same shit that makes them feel unsafe, that, that proves that this is not it, it's not time. And yet if one, if one person just strips away the veils and comes out, everyone starts to go, oh, maybe actually it is. So I want us to get off the cross this week. I want us to get off that crucified place of the core of me is stuck in that tension between if I emerge, then I may lose the thing that's most precious that I'm guardian of. And if I don't emerge, I'll never, I'll never share what I've come to share. I want to release that point of tension and trust that this cross is here, that everybody's here on that cross. And the resurrected Christ energy is that energy of celebration, joy. It's like, holy fuck, the thing that I thought I had to do alone in my own special little <coughs> chamber of my temple is actually resonating and vibrating and, and dozens, hundreds, maybe millions of others. And if we share our resources not just our material resources, but our spiritual resources with each other. If we truly share mm. and recognize that what lives in my temple lives in yours, then we have the abundance that we, we, we're seeking. Mm. So I want to stand up for a new kind of courage. You know, most of my life I've stood up for the courage of, of um, heroic you know, making the world different, changing it. And, but then your kind of courage is to just come out as you are. Just come out as the fucked up, broken, you know, loving being that is waiting for the world to be different and safe enough for your emergence. Mm. And to just meet that in each of us. And let go of the idealism of some perfect world, some perfect time, and some perfect future. And bring the depth of what the sixth ray is supposed to bring, which is our longing. And so the thing that I want to share with you most is my devotion. 
Because when I go deeply into that place, I realize I've always been devoted to that. It's always been there at the core of my being. So rather than that devotion to be in of some other world, some other place, I want that devotion to meet your devotion. I want our waves to wash together in this field in the next two weeks and to celebrate the temple that's arrived already, actually that's always been here, and that's just waiting for us to show up and share in the beauty and the abundance and the heartbreaking simplicity of what's here. And maybe the whole earth is doing that, it's waiting for humans to get past their preoccupation with whatever and realize that they're in this Garden of Eden and it's so fucking beautiful and there's so much magic and there's so much love, and there's so much opportunity. <coughs> so I'd love us to move into that. I'd love us to move off the cross into the celebration of what the life that we can have together. Um, said that all temples you know, and civilizations are created from a state of ecstasy, and that state of ecstasy comes when we realize it's already here. Everything that we wanted is already here. So I'm loving this six-ray training, getting to the point where that ocean can wash through us all. And I'm grateful for the part that's hidden in your temple, the jewel that you've kept devoted to somewhere in your being that's coming to meet and emerge now. And I'd like us to change the way we meet from the condom layers of different parts of the cross to let our cores meet now. To meet core to core, like galaxies coming together where there is no separation, where supermassive black holes happen and hold enough mass for the whole universe to flower. I'd love soul tribe to shift from, you know, like resonance into merging, into truly recognizing that they're part of the same thing, that we're different faces of the same thing.
enjoy yourself and book open. And she would cry for the first hour because that was just too much in the hole. That was my circle. And I feel like the part of the key to this work is is just that stick, and that stick is our will. That stick is our will to say it's safe. I'm declaring this safe for the soul. It's a bit like liberating a piece of land from ownership. It was never fucking owned in the first place. As soon as you liberate it, you realize the stupid thing of a bit of paper and someone with a fucking stamp thinking they own a bit of land is just so fucking stupid. <laughs> And when you draw a circle like that and say, now it's safe for the divine to be here, the divine giggles, you know? <laughs> like, thank you for like rec recognizing the sacredness of what is. And so I feel like once we really deeply taste the temple and we know that it's safe, then we can just go out with our sticks and start drawing, drawing circles wherever we are. You know, not because that makes the place sacred, but that it reminds us that we are safe. So I love a little time now in your cross. Remember I told you the only way off the cross is emerging through the middle. And part of that emergence through the middle is, is showing your core. Because where we get to in like those deep intimate crosses is like, yeah, this isn't safe because <clears throat> I can feel like you've still got stuff and you've still got this and, you know, like, no, I don't, you're not holding presents, whatever, whatever the story is. But it only takes one person on a cross <laughs> to show their core and everybody's core comes. And if it doesn't come, if it's not the time and place that's safe for someone, fuck compassion, man. Compassion. We don't know what someone holding. Someone came to me 10 years ago and said, like, time to bring it. Like, it would not have been the time. My journey had to take my journey. Our journeys have all come here now, though. So, drop in your cross and find a way to, like, meet your cause so that you can all get off that cross. There's these ten crosses. Each of them has a Christ child at the middle. And that, that being of love, or a Krishna, or a... Muhammad or whatever, whoever, love, each has a being of love at the center. That if you fall into together, it gets released like a fragrance of a flower into this field. And now we have a field of ten flowers, and then we have only one flower. And in that last flower, we have two weeks together. We have fucking two weeks together in joy and the ecstasy of being safe together in our core. So, don't use the excuse that it's not safe, this isn't the place. Like, you know, I'll get through the next two weeks and then maybe one day, another time, there'll be another place that it's safe. It's like, make it safe. Lean into the center. If it's not safe and no one else has done that, be the one. Be the one that makes it safe. Get your stick and draw a circle. Just, just draw a circle. Make it safe. So between now and, and lunch, spend time in your cross. Be good if you didn't go too far, like keep the energy reasonably, yeah.